You're listening to languagecaster.com. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to Languagecaster and another short podcast on the language of football. My name is Damon. I'm based in Tokyo, which is enjoying some wonderful early spring weather. As you will know if you are a regular listener, I'm one of the Language Caster team, the other being Damien, who is based in London. We both hope you are well and enjoying the football wherever you are listening in the world. Now, today I'll be talking about a verb phrase to take on. But before I start, here's a message in Danish. Du lytter til languagecaster.com. Yes, you are listening to languagecaster.com and thank you to Mads in Copenhagen for that message. If we have any Finnish, Norwegian or Swedish listeners, maybe they could send in a recording of you are listening to languagecaster.com in their language to admin at languagecaster.com. We're trying to expand our collection of languages. Okay, first let's look at how to use today's phrase take on grammatically. The verb phrase can be split. So, take someone on or take something on. The verb take is followed by a noun and then the preposition on. It can also be used without splitting the verb and preposition. Take on someone, take on something. This is more common with the pattern take on someone. What about the meaning? The first pattern with take something on means to try something, to attempt something or to take responsibility. The second pattern to take someone on is slightly different meaning to challenge someone, to battle against someone, to try to beat someone. Let's take a look at some examples. Now, I was watching Sheffield United versus Aston Villa in the Premier League today and I heard the commentators describe a goal like this. Bolcock, I think he's taken a shot on, but McGoldrick doesn't give it up. He keeps running, he's onside and he gets a bit of luck in off the underside of the bar. So, Baldcock tried a shot. He attempted a shot. The commentator said he took a shot on. And the teammate, McGoldrick, got on the end of the missed shot and scored. And here's an example from a BBC match report. Ross County versus Rangers. Mullin was growing in confidence. Another run through the middle. This time he took the shot on and McGregor had to tip over. Okay, and now an example of take someone on. Again from the BBC. This time a match report. Tottenham versus Manchester United. He, Bergwin, just took on the defence. And Harry Maguire did not know whether to come or go, and he left him for dead. What a finish. Before David De Gea could react, it was practically in the back of the net. So Bergwin was challenged, 
by the defence. The defence was in front of him, but he beat them and managed to shoot and score. He took on the defence and then took the shot on and scored. And just before we go, uh, that example from the BBC also had another wonderful football phrase in it, to leave for dead. If you leave someone for dead, you go past them easily. It can mean a player simply runs much faster than the other player, so they are way behind. It can also mean a player faints or uses ball skills quickly to go past the opponent. In both cases, the defending player looks a little silly. Okay, we've talked about the verb phrase take on and how it can be split. Take a player on or not. Take on a player. And we finish with to leave someone for dead, which you can see is also a split verb phrase. The verb leave plus the person plus for dead. And that brings us to the end of this short podcast. If you like what we do, tell your friends or supporters via patreon.com forward slash languagecaster. You can follow us on Twitter and most social media platforms and you can get in touch with us via admin at languagecaster.com. And don't forget, there is a transcript to this podcast at our website. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Enjoy the football. And we'll be back soon with more football language to talk about. Ta-ra!